I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Monday KBJ After the Show podcast. A little President's Day action here today. So a lot of people are just kind of kicking around today. Or trying to figure out what they're going to do with their kid. Yeah. Or left their kid at home alone and hope they don't burn the house down. Well, it's a good thing for <laughs> us, yeah, because my wife's uh, an educator and uh, my kid is home. So I got pretty much the whole fam just chilling at the house right now. Oh. Will you guys do anything fun today as a family? Or Yep, they're going to watch me do show prep. Oh, that's kids <laughs> fun. It's a real blast. Yeah, they really enjoy that. They love it. Yeah, it's just really stimulating me Dad, sitting on a laptop for eight hours. Dad types and doesn't talk to us. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of fun. They love it. Get a real kick out of it. Uh, got a lot of uh, people who saw y'all at the Taste of Little Italy in Port St. Lucie over the weekend. We were outside. Uh, Jill, the Ouija board gal, said, uh, yeah, had a good time out there talking. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, they were talking about how you're, uh, the guy that came to your house to fix your dryer and then left because he saw your Ouija board. These girls were calling him a pussy. And he's not even good at fixing dryers. They yeah. are awesome. They come to a lot of our events. They were also the weed witches from the yeah. horror movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're awesome. They are. Great yeah, vibe. Also, you had, uh, looks like uh, Dave was uh, out there as well. He's a coon ass like uh, Virginia. Oh, yeah. He and his friend Mike, by the way, he's not my gay lover. Oh, that's got to be after that whiskey shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can tell it is. Yeah. Look at that. Dave's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh said he's looking to uh, suck some heads with V at the Crawfish Festival in April. Yes, April 13th and 14th, and we have signed the snack pack. Oh, my goodness. Mm, okay. It's big. I got to start running. I got to get in shape. I do. It's running take... from who? Your demons? That can keep you very active. <laughs> and uh, even old Will Christmas uh, popped out there. He didn't uh, say hey, but he got himself a little uh, selfie with Virginia in the background. He's been listening for 20 years. You can see Virginia in the background there. Aww, oh, that's awesome. What a cutie. Got a little two-star struck to walk up to her. Why? Oh, I get it. I, trust me, Will. <laughs> I look every he day. He probably was scared because I was so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that's more likely. <laughs> I, He's like, I'm a man. I'm not going over there. Yeah, no. <laughs> we had fun, though. We did. We hugged. I hugged so many people. We took so many fun selfies and did so many shots. Oh, my Port St. Lucie Pizzle flu will start, without a doubt, affecting me by tomorrow. That's when it'll really... <laughs> That's when it'll really settle in. The yes. Pizzle Sizzle. The Pizzle Sizzle, yes. Uh, Lori giving a shout out. She went out to see uh, Denny's and his wife Jen at the Rust Market on Saturday. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I bought a pot from her that I absolutely loved. I used for my daughter's mini orchids. You can see what that Aww. looks like. So pretty. That mm-hmm. is. That's a that, that's a lot of what Jen does. She makes a lot of that cool stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was nice. And uh, even for me, I gotta give a shout out here to Julian. I was in Publix. On Friday, and I went to uh, grab. Uh, it's like this little box. They have um, kind of these little cranberry drinks. They're in a can, and they got a box of four. And you know, it's kind of in the box thing. But I grabbed it, and it was booby trapped. The back end of it wasn't glued. So when I pulled <laughs> it off the shelf, the four cans go shooting out all over the place. I'm like, well, maybe nobody notices these cans are clanking all over the. <laughs> 
aisle and somebody runs up. I'm like, oh, boy, and they're helping me pick the whole thing up. I created such a mess. And uh, it was Julian. He said, just glad I could help, Kevin. He was listening to us right then and there. No way. On his mobile device. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, so it was nice. He was very helpful. Thank you for that. He does um, detailing, too. So if you want that, he does Diamond Touch Detailing LLC at gmail.com. You can... Get uh, Julian to come out and detail your car. He was listening to that to the show when right this in happened. that moment. Yeah, Dude, that happened. So that... He's looking. He's looking. Uh, he's listening to the show and he looks over and he sees me. He's like, "Hey, it's Kevin!" Kaboom! And then I just destroy the whole <laughs> shelf and he helped me pick it up. That happened to me one time. I was watching. I was walking my dog Chewy. Rest in peace. And as I'm walking Chewy, I walk past this dude and he had headphones on. And as he walks past me on the trail, I guess he's on a walk. He goes, "Jaybird, like, holy shit! I'm listening to y'all right now on the podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, this is so weird." <laughs> you should have gone. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm here. They sent me. Oh, I think I spazzed out with him. Like, oh, that's fucking amazing, man. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Had some uh, random comments from topics on the regular show today. We were talking about the uh, greatest comeback of all time. Billy Joel's new video for his new song is phenomenal. They use CGI, so it's him playing his new song through different points of his life uh it it really is just unreal what a fantastic video man you talk about full circle if he never does anything else just that song the way it dropped and how it sounds and how that video looks gosh man that is something it is like his whole career just wrapped up in one music video yeah it really was a very uh a big moment for his the people that know him and love him i get it if you don't like billy joel you, mm-hmm. who gives a shit right but yeah. if you are a billy joel fan he yeah. really dialed in what the his fans want for it, the most part it tugs at the heartstrings man it is it's really just something i yeah i i grew up not in the same category as Burr when it comes to Billy Joel fandom, but having my dad like him the way he did. And then, you know, so I grew up with the Billy Joel influence. And, yeah, it's, he was, you know, I, I don't ever remember a time where there wasn't Billy Joel music in my life. Exactly. You know, it's just always been there. So it's pretty awesome if you haven't seen it. Somebody sent us a little link and said that Billy Joel was looking to buy a house in Boca. I wouldn't be surprised. He likes yeah. it down no, here. No, he did. Yeah, I think we uh, talked. We talked about that when you're out, Virginia. Oh, yeah. clearly I retained it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they slid in our DMs, and I'm going through all of our DMs. I'm a few days late, but somebody mm-hmm. put that in the DMs. The whole story about it she even showed pictures of the house. Yeah. in case you want to go stalk him. Yeah, we did. Uh, we uh, dropped that a little bit last week. Bird didn't pay attention to a bit of it. I, I did. Now it sounds familiar. There was a lot going on last week. Mm-hmm. He's got a Billy Overload. Yeah. he's so excited. I really his am. cup is running thing over. <laughs> I really mm-hmm. have been very excited about this. <laughs> yeah, he's moving and grooving. He's doing a lot of stuff. Man, so yeah, his his properties. He's got the one in Wellington. He's selling his house up in Long Island. He's selling his. I think it's the Manalapan one. So he's got two on the market, and the one that he got in Boca's uh, for him, it's only like twenty four million. And he's selling two that are each about like forty seven and forty nine million, I think, respectively. Yeah, wow. he's worth a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I think it's all like the same dude that's handling. And you can just tell people, like, yeah, this is Billy Joel's house, and the value goes up at least twenty percent. Yeah, no, I, like just the fact that it was his house. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt. Yeah, it doesn't hurt at all. And so, yeah, like I said, I think there's like one realtor is pretty much handling all these deals. Wow. Oh, I, I watched that one show. It's the it's the fancy realtors where they they sell out in Malibu, selling Sunset. 
Yeah, I think that's what it's called. They make, I mean, when they sell, you see what, what they're doing, why they're doing it, why they're spending so much time. One house basically pays the entire year right. for their salary if you're able to yeah. land one of those things. Right. And I wonder that because this guy I always see because he's always listed in the articles of all the celebrities that are selling their places. And he never returns. He, he doesn't want any attention. He's very much under the radar, I guess. That's how he keeps getting their business. Exactly. By not talking about their business. You don't want, if you, if you really want a private life and you want shit private, you want to trust somebody. Yeah. And people will pay for that trust. So there's no response. He just keeps slanging them. So, yeah, I was like, I wonder what you make on each of those homes. You sell a $49 million house. Well, they negotiate a lower percentage than a normal, you know, 3% that they normally get. They probably wheel and deal and, and figure out a number that they both can agree on. But I remember our boy Ryan Beckett from Weird and Whatever, he, uh, he will... There would be times where he's stressed out. He's going, because he sells big time, you know, mm-hmm. if he's in that market. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was eating real cheese earlier. Uh, and he, he, he'll be stressed out if he's got a deal going on and he's working on this yeah. one sale. If it falls to shit, you, right. you're, you know, that's your gig. You worked yeah. and worked and worked and then it falls apart and you're like, man, you get nothing. Uh-huh. I wonder, what, what, how much is it do you think if you're just selling, if you sell a house, if you're a realtor, you're just selling houses and gardens and houses in West Palm. What do you think you're clearing on that? Well, it's usually th- 3%. Okay. I, I don't know shit about that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know on the commissions on that and how they negotiate and how it fluctuates. And maybe it depends upon who you are, too. You know, maybe if you're known as the person that's got the inside, maybe you pay a little bit more. I like was here. Are. I was listening to a podcast and this chick that did a deal for Chris Kardashian mm-hmm. was talking about what it's like to negotiate a real estate deal with Chris Kardashian. Mm-hmm. So I guess Chris was buying a place for Courtney and Chris was doing all the negotiating okay. and she called the real estate lady and was like, Hey doll. Oh, oh. you know, mm-hmm. we really want the place. We love it. We love it. We love it. But here's our budget. This is all we can do. And that has to be everything included with the commission and the sale and everything. If you can do it for that, we'd love to do business with you. And it meant her as the real estate agent taking a cut in her commission. And she knew that's what it meant, but she wanted the deal and it was worth it. So she said, yeah, absolutely. No problem. We'll do it for your number. And she's like, thanks doll. Oh, I bet she's just so fun to work with. Chris Jenner, but that's a real. She said she was sweet as pie because yeah. she got what she wanted. Yeah, and that's oh, how of course, that's what happens when you get what you yeah. want. When you get what you want, you're sweet as pie. When rich people don't get what they want, they turn into five year olds because they get everything they want typically. And when it comes to real estate, if you won't do the deal they want you to do, they'll find someone else who will. Mm-hmm. It would be funny though watching because I, I worked at a few of these rich fancy golf club or courses and these rich people would be so nice until things would not go right and you'd have to tell them hey i'm sorry sir i did put your golf bag in someone else's car and they just drive <laughs> off and you might not have your clubs today or tomorrow that guy's halfway to tallahassee i was your clubs are in the panhandle <laughs> i was so afraid to tell this guy i'm like oh, sir i put your golf clubs in the wrong car and that motherfucker drove away <laughs> of course you got free clubs this guy did not take it well he was just there for the day. <laughs> yeah. Anna said on the uh, Selling Sunset, she said, Bird, that show is fake. Almost uh, most of the commission is for the brokerage. 
So, a reality show is fake. Well, what? The, the, the <laughs> one thing about it, when you were just telling me that, it, it seems like a lot of these, at least the ones that I always see named in the deals around here, they don't really seek out publicity. They seem to be pretty. It makes sense under the radar, low key. If you know, you know, kind of thing. Where but the people that they want to know who they are know how to get a hold of them. I would like to know though what what is the you know what what do you, if you if you are Billy Joel's realtor and you buy or sell that house or whatever, what is that commission for you as the realtor? Yeah, I would imagine several million at least. I think it no. is several million commission. Yes. You arguing numbers? I don't know the balls. The balls on this one. I don't know. Yeah. Because uh, I several I've, million for one deal for right. the real estate yes. person. I, yes, I think that depending on what depending it is. on how big the property. I mean, if, if, if you, you do a fifty million dollar property, then yes, I would imagine you're going to clear a couple million on it. Fifty Absolutely. million, cheese. Could you imagine being I don't a? Ch- no. Well, I've heard. I know where this guy drives. I know where he vacations, and he does. He has some money. Sure. Don't worry. Somebody will let us know. That's in that world. I mean, I could call somebody, but I don't know if he'll go on the air, but he deals in that world. Okay. F- the fancy world. Do you think he would tell you what uh, he makes on his commission? Maybe off the record, if I didn't say his name on the radio, I just Googled him and I found his website. Okay. I'm you're curious. Not, you're, you're, I know he makes millions a year now, and he mm-hmm. didn't used to. He came up, and he just got real damn lucky by being around a few of the right rich people at the right time. Yeah, I think that's it. And now he makes a lot of money, a few million a year, but he sells a lot to make that. Like, he sells quite a, a big amount of luxury real estate. And $50 million deal, that's kind of a rarity when you're going to be. Yes, I would say that's a rarity. You don't have a, like a bunch of those. Yeah, yeah, I doubt there's more than. I think he's got three. That's that that shows around that. Yeah. That shows you though that it's kind of a rare thing. If you're, I think yeah. if you're in that world, uh huh. Yeah. Um. Somebody looked it up and they said if you're doing a commission on a ten million dollar home, typically it'd be three to six hundred k. There you go. So if you're talking fifty million, it'd be a couple million. Mm-hmm. But they probably negotiate it down. Okay. <laughs> These rich people, they don't want to see their real estate agent walk off with millions and millions. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they pay millions and millions. I don't know. I'm not in that yeah. world. But mm-hmm. not a- everything is negotiable when you're talking about numbers this big. Sure. Yeah. It's we're, a fascinating world. We're not going to have to worry about it. No. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're cool. Don't yeah. worry. You're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, we were talking about also a great comeback story. Uh, John said, how about the Martha Stewart story? Yeah. You know, it'd be fascinating. I think it was, I can't remember who it is. Maybe it was uh, CNN. You know, they do uh, a lot of the news networks. They have almost kind of like digital properties now, and they have sideshows. I think it was CNN that has done a biography on Martha Stewart. Just all the comebacks and the stories of, you know, teenage model and this and that. And, you know, so... I think it'd be kind of fascinating. Yeah, she's she has had it. I mean, you go to prison, you come back, and I would say, she, is she bigger post-prison than she was before prison? She's bigger post-prison. 
She she crossed over on a different level after she went to prison. She was on the Comedy Central roast. She was doing all that more of that crossover pop culture, in my right. opinion. I think the, yeah. the younger generation at the time knew she was because of that. You could argue prison does pay. It, it pays to go to prison sometimes. Sometimes it does. Mm-hmm. For her, I think it did. I mean, she she wasn't in no cell block E with people <laughs> like a Bones. <laughs> Uh, another uh, comment randomly from today's show about rating customers. If you're a DoorDash driver, this person delivered 12 different meals and got stiffed eight times out of 12. Only got four tips out of 12. That's not a very good ratio. No, it's really not. No, 25% of the time you're getting a tip. And uh, Leslie said, yeah, DoorDash does not let drivers rate the customers. Which I, I don't like that because to me, if you get a reputation of they will never tip, then you should have to sit there and be like, I can't get a driver to deliver to my place. Oh, well, you know, to me, I, that, that completely seems rational and fair to me. So do the other ones? OK, DoorDash doesn't. I'm going to stop using DoorDash then. Does Uber Eats let you rate each other? I'll think they do. Damn. I was looking earlier today. You can't rate your driver. I would have a good rating for Uber Eats. And the Uber, driver can't rate you. Uber, maybe not so much. Uber Eats, that's where I shine. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a five-star, Virginia. <laughs> yep. He's a whale. I'm a, I'm a whale. <laughs> also, we were talking about uh, places where people are wanting to meet others, other than the dating apps. Apparently, there's some people are getting burnt out on them. Apparently, there's a lot of scammy stuff that's happening. There's a lot of fake profiles they're on dating apps now. I was hearing some of the uh, nightmare things about what people are dealing with, and they said, forget it. Uh, this one person in their text comment that they'd sent to us, uh, their buddy is now joined a running club, but they hate running. So they're like, what's another <laughs> suggestion? I, I I get the concept, but what is another thing I could look into? And I think you got to start with your own interests. And Estelle said, join the meetup app for meeting new people. You choose what you want to do. Okay, I don't know if that's any different than a regular dating app. I don't know. But that's why they were saying they like going to some of these clubs because you kind of get away from all the digital nonsense that is going on there. I mean, at the end of the day, all these apps are just, everyone's just trying to get it in with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like for so. the most part. Just trying I, to get it in. I'm sure if someone's like, oh, I want, I want friendship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, let me see one uh, random comment. We're talking about how the Swifties, or at least a few of the more uppity ones, were calling out Taylor Swift because she was seen on video where Travis Kelsey was smoking some weed. She didn't. They're like, going, oh, but I bet if cameras weren't there, she would have. And he's a bad influence for her and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Daniel said, for the sake of God, y'all Swifties need to smoke pot yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Leave her alone again. She ain't higher than God, and she doesn't pay your taxes. If you don't like it, fight me. LOL. Yeah. Remember when they were giving Michael Phelps all that shit because he was spoken? Yes, he got in trouble. He won won the country eleven thousand gold medals, and people yeah. were giving him shit. There are still a lot of people <laughs> that look at the marijuana as, I mean, the next thing you know, you're slanging coke and doing meth and everything else. And that's you know. Not true for some people. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, so, not, not everyone that smokes weed goes into meth. Yeah, I just find it how... I you know, know a lot of people who smoke weed. I, I think we're, <laughs> at least in Florida, you're getting close to 70% acceptance for marijuana smoking now, but 
There's still, I guess, a thirty percent. They're like, oh, what? There is. There, yeah. there really is. And I, and I've, I've met some of these people before, and they really do look at weed as in the same category as crack, yeah, or right. as, it's, it's, as they have their fucking double martini in their hand. Right. Yeah, weed yeah, people yeah. are fucking terrible. Oh, <laughs> double martini sounds delicious. Yes. <laughs> what I mean. Oh, with like some blue cheese stuffed olives. Yeah, it sounds like one of the worst things ever. <laughs> uh huh. And uh, Kobe said, uh, I was listening to your Wednesday show and your discussion about Beyonce's new country album. It's part of a three-acts album experience she's doing, paying homage to genres where black people have uh, starting roots in. Her first album called Renaissance Act One came out two years ago as a dedication to house and dance music. Second album, the one releasing in March, it's rumored to be titled Renaissance Act Two, which will be country. And the third album is said to be a rock album, but it hasn't been released yet. There's some speculation that she may be retiring after the third act album. I just wanted to give you guys a background on it. A lot of people think she was just jumping on the recent country bandwagon, which isn't the case, as she recorded all these album songs during the pandemic. As was stated in her concert documentary release this past December. Yeah, so in your face... Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So there you go. A little backstory on that. I, I wish her luck. I think it's uh, great. Did you see that story that Kelly Roland uh, walked off the set? Uh, was it Was it the, what show was, was it? Today it show? was the Today Show. She was going to co-host with Hoda, which is kind of weird to me that she would be in such a uh, an awesome position like that and then walk out because she wasn't happy with the backstage accommodations. And they, from the, the stories I read, they were offering her other places to go and and stay and she wouldn't, she's like, no, nah, I'm out of here. And then she canceled her appearance pretty close to, I thought, them going to air. Yeah. It was weird. It is but, weird. my gosh, she looks beautiful. Yeah, she oh does. My I see, gosh. She's doing she's a stunning. commercial recently. She is stunning. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. seen her in person. No big deal. She's flawless. I just wonder if there was something else that went on there. Sometimes you hear stories. You go, "There's something else. Are they missing a detail here? Yeah, what it, happened? It doesn't seem right. right. Yeah. Because it, it's it, making her seem like a diva. It doesn't seem like something you would just do because you don't like the dressing room or you... Yeah. Like, yeah, like there would have to be something else going on that added to that. It can't be just that the dressing room wasn't great because we hear that, you know, that's just how it is there. The dressing rooms aren't great. Yeah, and I think a lot of times those, those shows can be a, a bit chaotic behind the scenes, right? Because everything's trying to move so fast and yes, got a lot of, you know, moving pieces and parts to them that uh, might take a little bit of time. So, yeah, we'll see. Look at me bringing a dirt story. Just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dirt of the J. Yeah. Bird is all uh, plugged into all this kind of stuff. You're so impressive. Look at you. That is something. <laughs> uh, let me see some uh, other stuff that uh, got going on here. Oh, this is uh, kind of a cool story. Chef Gordon Ramsay fulfilled a fan's bucket list wish to meet him by flying her to Miami to have dinner at Hell's Kitchen and attend the grand opening of his new restaurant, Lucky Cat. Okay. And uh, apparently she has stage four terminal cancer and called the experience the coolest night of her entire life. Well, that was really awesome of him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is really cool. I love that. Yeah, I saw a photo. He was hanging with uh, Christian Wilkins and Tua Tagovailoa. Nice. Over the weekend. Yeah, I saw them. I guess uh, he's really trying to get his, uh, I know he's got the Hell's Kitchen. 
He's got a really good location, too, in uh, Miami. Um, yeah, Lucky, and, and then he's got Lucky Cat, too. So he's got a couple places. Yeah, Lucky Cat is um, in Miami Beach. So, yeah, he's got a whole bunch of... Dang, that's, Lucky Cat sounds like one of them dating after talking around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Gordon hey. Ramsay's got two places in Miami now. You want some of this Lucky Cat? I think if you had a dating site called Lucky Cat, I think you're going to get people swarming to that thing. <laughs> yeah. I think somebody already be on it. Uh, somebody wanted to let Jaber know about a new Uncrustable Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <gasps> uncrustable. Yes. Yeah, huh? Oh, Whoa. my gosh. Yeah, Alexandra yes. putting that uh, there on your radar. She said, uh, it says they're being tested in Ohio. Looks like Bird is uh, heading back to Logan to see Kevin's dad again. <laughs> yeah, Ohio would like those. That's Ohio style right there. Yeah, that would definitely be an Ohio thing. Yeah, Ohio's, uh, Columbus at least, the, the market there is a big test market. They do a lot of rollouts. Because why? Y'all eat anything? Yeah, I don't know. I, I you will. Y'all eat that shitty ass yeah, pizza thinking it's maybe. good. I, I, I'm not positive. <laughs> Low standards, high population. I, yeah. I've, I've never had something so shitty, Virginia. <laughs> that was one of the most disappointing things to happen to me in the last five years. <laughs> Hearing about how great that Logan I mean, pizza was at the yeah. pizza crossing. You were so anticipating the pizza crossing. A big yeah. part of going up to Logan, Ohio was more about the pizza. Even the more, right. more about the, it really was about the pizza. Yeah. And it was the shittiest stuff I've ever put in my mouth yeah how about that uh let me see ray it said uh, during the holidays i listened to a podcast where you did one of the how much would it take and one of the questions for virginia was how much would it take to get a colonoscopy in front of your friends and family virginia said five hundred dollars so i'm wondering now since you've had the procedure would it still be five hundred dollars i was knocked out for my colonoscopy so i mean it really wasn't embarrassing at all. It was very peaceful. Did you say bring it, huh? Yeah, I mean, when I'm asleep, it's fine. Do what you want in my butt. Root, root around, yeah. explore. Pitch a tent. Okay. If you're looking for a club to join Jay Bird, Jeff said uh, you might want to try this. It's the Sasquad Trail Running. It says, Ooh. I'd rather be squatching. I don't know. Maybe they run trails and keep an eye out for Sasquad. Bigfoot on the Sasquad. Oh, it's like a, the Sasquatch, but the squad of Sasquatch. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Huh. I wonder what that's like. I wonder what that group is like. I think you're probably just running in the woods and not looking at anything, but you're just running, and they do it under the whole... Sounds fucking miserable. Yeah, I, th- I, I think you get out there and be like, this kind of sucks, man. I'm just trail running. I, I'm the dickiest person. I can't run with people. I have to run by myself because I used to run with people and they'd want to talk. Yes. And I'm like, motherfucker, I can't talk. I'm barely breathing right now. <laughs> I'm going to die. Yeah. yeah, I can't talk about heart-to-heart shit right now. So I found myself becoming a dick and just being kind of a loner when I go run. I was the same way. I had to run alone. Yeah. If I was running with somebody and they were chatting, I was like, I, I gotta go. I, I gotta know. be faster or slower than you because this is not working. And I'd feel bad. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm, I know I'm being a dick. I'm out of breath and I'm trying to apologize. <laughs> well, let's just go our separate ways. <laughs> Sometimes in this life you should fly solo. I, I gotta, this bird's gotta fly solo when it comes to running. <laughs> Have you seen this new movie coming out called Sasquatch Sunset? 
It's described as absurdist, epic, hilarious, and ultimately poignant. It's got Riley Keough and Jesse Eisenberg in it, and it hits theaters in April. I think I have heard of this. Okay. Sounds very peaceful and lovely. It does. They've... They've yet to really zone in on a, on a good Bigfoot movie since mm-hmm. Harry and the Henderson. Okay, you like that one. Yes, it was Squatch Sunset. Maybe this could be it for you. It would be nice. Okay. And uh, Nick from Melbourne saying, have you ever heard of the Rougarau? I guess this is for Virginia. It's a mythical half-man, half-wolf creature that lives in the Louisiana swamps looking for misbehaving children. Is it the Rougarou? <laughs> That's how you say it. I mean, it's a horrifying concept. I, I, that does sound vaguely familiar. There's a lot of those kind of creatures that mm. are regional. You yeah. may not have known Jersey about Jersey Devil, but if you yeah. even even smaller and more obscure than that, I would I would call Jersey Devil more of the one popular ones. More kind of like what you just read right, off. There's Mothman in West Virginia. There is, mm-hmm. but there's even kind of like how we had Muck Monster down here in Lake Worth for about a yeah. day. Remember mm-hmm. that? Right. Yeah. Your mom kind of tried to get that one going. No, no. Muck Monster was a real story. That, yeah. that happened out there. Mm. That there was a, a, she was a proponent, yeah, was the Lake Worth Lagoon or something like that, wasn't it? She thought she saw something weird in Lake Park, but when that Lake Worth thing came down, mm. that was a real story. The The press yeah. did give him or give I it. I think they did have a festival. It lasted like a year or something like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. But the Muck Monster. Yeah. There it was her own little thing. It, just didn't, it was kind of like Fetch. It didn't happen. Yeah. The Rougarou is a Cajun mythical creature. Keeping kids in line. Yeah. And he looks horrifying from the depictions of him. No thanks. Oh, my God. Look at that son of a bitch. That's awesome. That's how you get kids in line, though. Hey, you'll do the dishes. This wolf monster is going to eat you at night. Right. (laughs) Kids, meet the Rugaru. Guess what? (laughs) The dishes would be done. Damn. Not sure if you're in the market for another haunted doll, but... Nathan found one here. Uh-oh. Uh, Another is, uh, haunted doll to wreck your life. Someone dropped off two haunted dolls at my house last week. How's yeah. Vlad doing? He's d- doing great. Okay. Yeah, okay. This one's Charlie. <laughs> Charlie's in uh, North Carolina. They believe the spirit of an eight-year-old attached itself to Charlie after the kid had drowned in a lake by his home back in the 90s. Oh, Jay Bird wants the doll. So I can lake, guarantee you. Lake Appalachia. I mean, it's got all it's hitting all the right points. <laughs> yeah. It's checking all the boxes. It really is. <laughs> they say he's a loving and caring little spirit. He's been known to move as well. He loves to communicate with spirit box and uh that Ouija board you have apparently could work. He also likes playing with the cat's toys. It's only $1900. He gets along with other spirits, animals, and people. He loves watching TV, playing games, and listening to music. Now he's looking for a forever home. Wow. How much do they want for him? Looks like they are asking for, I think I saw $300. They're out of fucking minds. <laughs> they're just making shit up. They are just making shit up. You can do that with any doll, by the way. They're like, wait a minute. We got a sucker. You could take <laughs> any doll, and if you're creative enough to write a little paragraph that really... You know, it sucks the the people in. You went too high with three hundred. You might have got the bird if you would have said like a hundred, eighty, yeah. ninety. Okay. No you, more than you went 100. too high. Yeah. All right. Well, not that he looks terrifying or anything, but this is uh, Charlie the doll. Oh my gosh! Wow. 
Wow, KBJ Charlie. TV. That's a fucking horrifying doll. Yeah. All right, we want it. <laughs> Could you imagine waking up and seeing that crawling around? No. <laughs> Just looking at you. Tabor said, slide in my DMs. All right, it's pretty, it's nice. <laughs> wow. That is terrifying. And uh, Joshua want to know, does your knowledge of serial killers only focus on American ones? Have you ever heard of Pedro Lopez or Luis Garavito? Both I have. killed hundreds of children. Yeah, you know, a lot of times I, I do know more about the American ones, but I do know those two cases. They are horrifying. There, there's some really bad cases that are outside of the States here of you go, holy shit. I think one guy killed over 300 I want to say I want to say kids. Damn. It, it, it's a Damn. horrific story. That's crazy. There's one out in Russia. I think Chikatilo is his name. Okay. He would eat people on the reg. That, but and his numbers are up there. Really? Yeah. Just love the taste of human, huh? Think about just an American serial killer, but only scarier somehow. The Russian dude. Yeah. This guy was next level creepy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Now, Virginia, you're telling a story. Late last week, about a friend of yours that uh, found a used condom on her lawn, had video evidence, thought it was coming from this neighbor's house. It was either the daughter or the mom. We thought maybe it was the daughter that was sneaking off and doing that. You said that uh, she has an update on it. I do. So I saw her over the weekend Mm -hmm. up at the Italian festival, and turns out it was the daughter. Yeah. The dad found the prophylactics used. Yeah, because she took it and put it on their porch, right? Right. She was like, I don't want this in my yard. I'm putting it in the yard that it belongs in, yours. So she put it on their porch. The dad found it, and it turns out it was the daughter. Me and Kevin cracked the case. The dad was pissed, but he was actually thankful for the information. He now waves at her and is like, hey, neighbor, and they actually are friends now from the used rubber. Huh. huh. Look so at that. that uh, Dirty, gross condoms. So condom could bring two people so close together. That, by the way, that's the grossest <laughs> group of words ever strung together. Yeah. <laughs> Semen-soaked <Gross>. condom. <laughs> well, speaking of which, we've got to give a shout-out here to uh, Kelly. She grew up listening to the KBJ show, lived in Port St. Lucie her whole life, and recently relocated to uh, Georgia. No. Yeah, she's in a place called Ball Ground, uh, is the name of it, but apparently it's not far from coming, which we've uh, talked about before. And she said, here's a fun little restaurant if you ever make it to Cumming, Georgia. It's the Friends Cumming Grill. <laughs> so you can go and with your friends. I would say you're more than friends if you're coming on each other. You would think, yeah. If, if you got your friends coming, then... I don't know what your friends do, but most of my friends don't come on me. How about that? But so. you got friends that are just coming on the rig, though. All, all the time. <laughs> so everybody, Not in my company. Everybody in town gets the joke, right? Or yes. there's some people that just, they live in coming and they have no idea. Well, they say, <laughs> I know. They all get it. They all they all get it. Even all an 82-year-old woman. Yep. Gets that she lives in Cumming, Georgia, and the Friends Cumming Grill. Yep. Is okay. They did that on purpose because it could have just been the Friends Grill, but they had to work the word Cumming in there. Honestly, it's good marketing. It is. Look, if I go to Cumming, I'm probably going to go to the Friends Cumming Grill now. It's excellent. Yeah. I, we're not funny duddies. You you can do that to us. <laughs> yeah, we don't care if you're coming on your friends. Genius. All right. Well, very nice. Thank you for giving us this window to the world. We're learning so much here. <laughs> 
on this show. Appreciate it. Send them in. Mail at kbjshow.com. You guys enjoy your President's Day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.